Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnah's Kelayim, Perik Vav, Mishnah Dalad, and Mishnah Hay. And today's Mishnah's are being learned Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Meisha Hernes Shalom Shadav Nolio and Beschos Rochel Basar Varigetol and Daniel Elias Brent by Rochel. They should be gemesh with Zer Shal Kayama Bekarif Mamish. Now let's just have a quick review of what we've been learning about. We've been talking about training a grapevine onto a trellis or an Elon Srak, a non-fruit bearing tree. Remember, training a grapevine onto something was called Aris. Now since the trellis or the tree is meant to have the vine grow all over it, one is not allowed to plant anything under the tree even in a place where the vine hasn't reached yet because it's going to eventually get there and the newly planted item is going to become usser due to the fact that it's planted in the airspace of the grapes. Now, this Mishnah continues teaching about the same concept but tells us that in certain circumstances, a vine trained onto a tree does not usser planting under the entire tree because of the concept a person will not consider their tree secondary just because their vine is growing on it. In other words, just because grapes are growing there doesn't mean that he wants the entire tree to be used for his vine. And therefore, planting under the tree wouldn't be usser. The trees that we're speaking about in this Mishnah are not Ilone Srak, non-fruit-bearing trees. They're Ilone Michal, fruit-bearing trees. So Mishnah Dal tells us, A person trains a grapevine onto part of a fruit-bearing tree. He's allowed to plant whatever he wants underneath the rest of the tree that doesn't have the vine. And if the vine continued growing over parts of the rest of the tree, and the vine is now growing over that which he planted underneath the tree, he has to turn the vine back. He has to take the vine away from where it's growing right now, because the vine is not supposed to be growing there. It doesn't belong there, so he has to take it away from where it is. And Misa, we have a story. Rabbi Yeshua went to Rabbi Yishmael in Kfar Aziz. Kfar Aziz was a village in Eretz Yisrael. And Rabbi Shmuel showed Rabbi Yeshua a geffen, a vine, that was trained onto part of a fig tree. Amrlai, Rabbi Shmuel asked Rabbi Yeshua, Am I allowed to plant under the rest of the tree? Amrlai, he said, No problem. As we said, a person is not going to be mevatel his tree just because there's a vine on it, so it's not usher to plant under the tree. Now the story continues, Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Yeshua went from there to base Hamaganya. Some say it was a village near the village of Aziz. Some say it was a family's name. But either way, he brought him to this place. He showed him a vine which was trained onto part of a branch of the trunk of a sycamore tree. And there were many branches on this tree. Now it's important to know these words that we just used. The branches of the sycamore tree are called kairis, which literally means beams because beams were made from them. And the trunk of the tree is called Sadon. Sadon Shal Shikma is the trunk of a sycamore tree. So there was this vine growing on one of the branches. Amar Lai, Rabbi Yeshua told him, to plant whatever you want underneath this particular beam, this particular branch that has the vine growing on it, that's Aser, but Vahashar Mutter. Under the rest of the branches, it's Mutter. Again, that's because a person is not going to be Mavatil Ilanim Gafnai. He wants his tree for beams. He doesn't want his grapevine to be growing all over it. Therefore, he's allowed to plant whatever he wants under the rest of the branches. Branches, the ones that do not currently have the vine on them. Now moving on to Mishnah Hay, Mishnah asks an important question. What is considered a non-fruit-bearing tree? How do we define a tree that doesn't have fruit on it? So the Tanakam of the Mishnah is pretty simple. He says, If it doesn't produce fruit, so it's not considered a fruit-bearing tree. That's fairly easy. That's fairly simple. Now Rav Meir, I'm Rav Meir says, Every single tree is considered a non-fruit-bearing tree, 
even though it has fruit on it. Even though it's an apple tree, orange tree, tangerine tree, whatever other tree you happen to like, it's still considered a non-fruit-bearing tree, except for an olive tree and a fig tree. Now, obviously, Rav Meir agrees that if it has fruit growing on it, it's considered a fruit-bearing tree regarding other halachas. Rav Meir is specifically talking about this halacha of Aris. He says that the moment a person is going to train a grapevine onto a tree, even though that tree has fruit on it, automatically a person will be mevatel ilonai mepnei gafnai. His grapevine is so important, he's going to be mevatel his tree to the grapevine, even though it has fruit on it, and he's going to say, I want this entire tree for this grapevine, and therefore he would not be allowed to plant anything under the entirety of the tree, even though only part of it has the vine on it. The only two trees Rev Mayer says a person is not going to be mevatel because of his grapevine is an olive tree and a fig tree because those are very chashiv trees. Now, Rabbi Yesi Aymer, Rabbi Yesi has a different definition of what an elon srak is. Kol any type of tree that they're not going to plant into entire orchards, hareza elon srak, that's considered a non-fruit-bearing tree. So you might have a tree that produces fruits, but they're not going to make an entire orchard of this tree. You might have them growing randomly here and there, but they're not going to make a huge field of it. That's considered an Elon Srak, according to Rabbi Yaisi. And we possibly like the Tanakama, then an Elon Srak is something that literally doesn't grow fruit. But if it grows fruit, it's considered a fruit-bearing tree. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Vav and Zion. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.